Hey gang, welcome back to Catch Some Z's. It's me, your beloved host. Um, I'm just coming down from the latest episode of Game of Thrones. And essentially I'm just trying to prepare my mind and my heart for the carnage and the bloodshed that is, you know, definitely coming. Um, <clears throat> but I don't want to think about that right now. It's 11, after 11 p.m., got work in the morning and you know I should probably get my mind right um today's episode when you know obviously whenever you listen to it is <sighs> I I just I just have to get some feelings off my chest so that's really all it's gonna be um ideally I wanted a more concrete topic you know with you know supporting documents and stuff but I just have a lot, <laughs> I have a lot of feelings especially a lot of feelings that came up within this past week um, I'm just gonna kind of talk those out. Um, hopefully it can resonate with someone, but I just need to kind of get them out there so I can hear it and kind of work through everything that I need to work through. So, uh, sit, sit tight, come along for the ride and don't judge me. So you've heard me say it before. You're going to hear me say it again. April, ever since I started college, and even a little bit before that, April, the month of April has always been very hectic. A lot of things are happening around this time. The semester is coming to an end. You know, all the final projects are starting, the extracurricular activities kind of condensed together, all of that. And so now as a graduate student working like multiple jobs, plus all of the aforementioned stuff, it's a little bit hectic. But, you know, it's it's hectic but it has its rewards as well but this past week I went through it y'all like I <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter like my personal Twitter I went on a little bit of a rant post happy hour I was very drunk um they got me to take shots I don't take shots but I took a shot and uh it was definitely not what I needed at the time but even before that, everything kind of went to shit for me on Tuesday. I was in the office and a few things happened. Um, one, I got confirmation that I was being disrespected by someone, frankly, who, well, someone who shouldn't be disrespecting me. Um, they never said that they wouldn't, but, you know, you can't really trust people to do or say the things that they claim that they'll do or say until they do those things but yeah so I had an attitude because I got confirmation that I was being disrespected by somebody who is supposed to kind of care about me so that's one and immediately after I got that confirmation um I Instagram is it's a blessing and a curse because all of the things that set off Tuesday happened on Instagram um, then I, from another person, ended up putting pieces together from something that happened in my past. Um, I'll probably go into this on a different episode, but I don't really want to go too deep into detail right now. But basically, um, something that, you know, happened in my past, an occurrence that definitely wasn't pleasing, um, but I kind of left with a lot of ambiguity simply because, um, finding closure was going to be you know, it was going to be more painful for me emotionally than just kind of leaving it alone. I ended up 
finding another piece to that puzzle that I wasn't necessarily looking for. And um, it kind of just added a, a, a very aggressive staying to the initial pain from the incident that occurred in the past. Um, so that on top of the disrespect that I was getting from this person, this other person, person A, let's call it person A that day, I was also getting disrespected, I guess, retrospectively by person B from something that happened a long time ago. And so like the combination of those two things kind of really, uh, no, they hurt my feelings. I did. I ended up getting really angry and uh, shedding a few thug tears in my cubicle. And then a close friend of mine is growing and developing in their, you know, just their professional journey and their personal journey. And I noticed that they're getting involved in something that I don't really see as beneficial to their overall growth. And that kind of pissed me off. <laughs> um, but it's not my business, so I'm not going to say anything, but it was just kind of like an unexpected turn for this person to be taking at this stage in their career. And one that I can't really see, you know, again, being of any benefit to them, but it's not my business, but it definitely frustrated me. So all three of those things, I saw all of them on Instagram, all within like a four and a half minute time span. And it just stressed me out to like no end. On top of that, you know, I got to work later than I had originally planned to that day. I think it, maybe it was raining. I don't know. But, you know, it was just kind of a funky day. And then uh, later on, when I got to class, I get to class and find out that there's a midterm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. And like, I there's been I can count on one hand throughout my entire life, the times that I've ever gotten test anxiety, and they've all occurred within the last four or five years. And so this was one of them. And it, it happened, um like, during the test, like, well into it but it frustrated me because I don't like you know I don't like being unprepared and so I was in that test and I was stuck on one question like I, I I you know left it and came back to it and I was stuck on one question at the end for like a good 20 minutes and it just I was so frustrated with myself because it was one of those things where it's like you know exactly what you need to do it's just a matter of putting everything in its place so that had me stressed and I just had an attitude all day and when I got off the shuttle coming back from that class, I spilled my tea. I dropped my phone. I was just like, bro, like, I just need to get home. So I got home. I was, like, really emotional. I was really going through it. Like, I had to have a nice, healthy cry. I have a safe space playlist. <laughs> um, I had to put that on and just kind of decompress and really reflect on why at least the, the initial Instagram instances from the beginning of the day, I really had to sit with myself and consider why I was so, you know, upset by those things. And so that's what I did. So when I like, you know, I got in the shower and I was listening to the music and I was just like, all right, just, you know, calm down. If you do need to cry, cry, let it out. Um, but I was kind of calm while I was showering. Um, and one of the songs on the playlist is Hometown Glory by Adele. And I'm pretty sure if anyone were to ask me, like, this, that's probably my favorite song of all time. Like, I stand Beyonce. We know this. Um, shout out to Homecoming. That's a whole separate thing we'll get into. But Hometown Glory, for whatever reason, like, touches me in a very special way. And I ended up, I was singing along to the song in the shower. And I ended up crying, like, not even before the chorus started. And I was like, really? This one? But then I remembered you know, when I was going through my, what I thought was like peak emotional volatility back in my freshman and sophomore year of high school, 
whenever I would get into moods, I, you know, get my little iPod Nano, put on Hometown Glory and put it on repeat and I'd walk around my town. And it was usually like during the fall. So the leaves were changing. It was really nice. Um, but I would like be in my feelings, like very deep in my feelings and walk around town and just like, you know, I was in, you know, in my head, I was in my own music video. Um, and so I had forgotten that I had that connection to that song up until this moment. And, um, I'm in the shower crying to hometown glory and I'm like, well, damn. And so, you know, when I came out, got back to my room and was still crying and I was like, bro, like, what's the problem? And I really had to sit down and think what the issue was and why I felt the way that I felt. And so uh, I think the conclusion that I came to without, you know, a a licensed therapist (laughs) was basically that there was a point in my life, I would say either in middle school or maybe a little bit before middle school, when I felt like I couldn't justify my value as a person like I I growing up I always felt like very confident in myself I always thought very highly of myself and not necessarily in an arrogant manner but just so much as a you know I know who I am I know what I'm capable of I know the things that I've done and you know these actions and these behaviors warrant a certain level of respect and up until I guess that point like a little bit before middle school I would get that respect from my peers, from my superiors, you know, whatever the case was, just the people I interacted with on a regular basis. That's the kind of respect that I got from them. And then I guess around middle school is when my actions were not receiving the same amount of respect that typically I would, you know, I would get. And it confused me, but instead of, you know, Instead of considering that, you know, just everyone is different, everyone's going through different things, everyone's going to respond differently, I took it as there was a flaw within myself, even though I knew not to. So I would always tell myself, like, no, you know, do your, do your own thing, be who you are, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Don't care about the opinions of others. But like, you know, there was always a part of me that, you know, totally did care. And it, it affected a lot of uh, just the way I felt about myself, especially, you know, not to mention the whole puberty thing and just growing pains that that's happening separately like independent of whatever I was going through on the other end but working together those two things really you know they did they did something and um I talk about this or I did talk about this a little bit you know with my episode with Zora and we were talking about relationships and well, like romantic relationships and it had an effect on that um and so basically up until like again my internal development and stuff that's been a process I've been working on over the last few years but it took up until very recently for me to be like wait a minute that way of thinking doesn't make any sense because at your core you've never stopped being who you've always been so just because people you know aren't responding the way that they should be responding or reacting whatever the case is that's that's not a you thing that's a them thing the only thing that you're responsible for is, again, like who you surround yourself with and who you give access to you. Um, and I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> and again, this is not a conversation that's new to me. This is not a conversation that I haven't had with myself before. And it's not a conversation that I haven't had with other people before. But things like this, you know, sometimes you just you have to tell yourself over and over again and remind yourself over and over again what exactly 
what exactly it is. And so this past week, I had to have that conversation with myself a few times. But I was still really in my feelings. And I was like, okay, but I still have an attitude that this person is disrespecting me and that this person disrespected me, you know, five years ago. And that this person is being dumb, you know. Um, But I had to let that hurt go. (laughs) And I wanted to figure out a way to manifest that energy in a much more positive way. I definitely needed to distract myself, but I wanted to distract myself productively. So got to working on, you know, updating my resume, which is something I started a few weeks ago, got to finish up. I'm working on business cards, you know, so I can start passing them out to people and they can pay me for the things that I do. Um, There's another project that I'm working on and that I'm very excited to share with you guys, but not yet. We're not there yet, but we will be. Um, but that's just kind of what I've been focusing on and excuse me, I kind of have to burp. So I don't know. It's not ready, but you know, these are just the things that I've been working on and you know, I'm, I'm taking trips this summer. That's exciting. And the people that I had an attitude with the people who I felt were disrespecting me, like these people aren't taking trips this summer, this coming week. When by the time this podcast episode drops, I will have received an award from one place and I will be gearing up to receive another award from another organization. You know, the people who sweat me or the people who I let bother me, they don't win awards. So what do I look like? Let What do I look like getting mad at them for doing the only thing that they know how to do, which is be mediocre? You know, like that's so silly. And I just had to remind myself that my life is so much more than the simple-minded people that I give my attention to. And the things that make me feel good about myself are the things that I do and the things that I've done and the things that I'm planning to do. And all of these things, they're going to be done regardless of who's around me. And in who's around me as in, again, people I allow into my life to fill a void whether it's like oh I want attention let me let a boy give me attention or whatever the case you know what I'm saying like it those things those things they don't really matter and I let them matter for so long and I let them again like dictate a lot of the value that I saw for myself for so long but the math the math doesn't even add up like it's not there one plus banana does not equal starfish you know what I'm saying and I that's that's what I was letting happen and it doesn't make any sense. And so I spent the latter half of this week getting my life together. And so, yes, I went to happy hour, had a shot. Shouldn't have had a shot because I came home. I was very drunk and I had a meeting the next day and I was on my period. When I tell you that everything from my belly button down was like not working the following day, I was in pain. But, you know. You got to own up, you know, for your decisions. But I had a good, good Friday. I had a good Saturday. I got to do another calm hosting gig, which was really nice. And I got to get a lot of rest this weekend because, again, April's been hectic. I actually spent today, Sunday, in bed, like, for most of it. I was supposed to get up and do homework. And, like, I didn't get out of the bed until 3 just because I wanted to stay there. And that's what I did. I needed to do it. I needed to do it. And so I'm saying all of this to encourage you all that when you guys have emotionally volatile weeks, 
days, months, whatever. It's going to happen. And you're not foolish for being upset by the things that upset you. And you're also not foolish when you're upset at yourself for being upset at the types of things that upset you. What I encourage you all to do is to take some time to be sad. Get your emotions out. Be sad, be angry, whatever the case is. And then if you can, think about why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. If you're feeling the way that you're feeling because of something that you can control, then alter those actions so that way you don't have to feel this way anymore or you can lessen the likelihood of you feeling this way. But if you're upset about something that's beyond your control, pray to whomever you pray to. I pray to God and Jesus. Pray to whoever you pray to that whatever that ailment is, whatever that issue is, if you can't resolve it all on your own, maybe you can aid in the resolution. Maybe you can help someone who can do something about it. But please do not bear that weight all on your own, especially if it's beyond your control, because you're only going to be sad forever. And that's not doing anyone any favors. So take time to really assess, you know, whenever you're feeling negative, why you're feeling negative. Try to see if there's a root or at least some type of path that leads to a root that you can follow and try to get to the bottom of it. Because that's what I did and my Wednesday was significantly better, even though I still had an attitude. But then Beyonce kind of saved the day with homecoming. And I guess I'll take a break before I go into that a little bit more and how Beyonce just... uh how she's a star and how she helps me get through a lot of things outside of her music. So I'll be right back. It's so funny because I, I just talked about Beyonce and how I'm going to talk about her. And I get a text from my dear friend Clark and he said, B day has been lashing him. It's a lean, mean R and B machine. It's fat free too. <laughs> he's a fool, but he's not wrong. So our Queen Bee released the docu-film Homecoming, which chronicled the making of her historic Beachella performance in the year 2018. And it also included the Beachella performances from both Weekend 1, Weekend 2, and some rehearsal snippets in it. But what most of us took away from that was the hard work and the dedication that it comes that comes with following your craft, following your passion. And doing things on a representative scale. And she really is it when it comes to doing things like that, especially a lot of her like more recent work. She the, the bottom line is she doesn't come to play. And that's what I love about her. And like anyone in the spotlight, you know, she receives a lot of criticisms for a host of different reasons. But a lot of those criticisms are often amplified because she is a black woman, right? And black women get treated a little bit differently than, you know, well, I mean, black women get treated differently than other marginalized groups regardless, but it's a special kind of hate is what I'm trying to get at. And, you know, you can have talent, you can have poise, you can be humble, you know, but there's always going to be something for someone to complain about, which we understand. But the beautiful thing about at least Beachella was that, you know, this was her first performance after giving birth to her twins, Right. And I was reflecting on her Life is But a Dream documentary when she did a performance three months after giving birth to Blue Ivy. 
And she lost 60 pounds in those three months, you know, gearing up for performance. And she said, I will never do that again. And it's like funny you say that because what you did was you just gave yourself eight months this time. But, you know, you also had twins this time. So it's different. So the strain that she put on her body in order to make this happen, you know, it wasn't just working out after giving birth to twins. But, you know, there's also a mental strain that goes with it because it's you're doing the creative development. You're doing the directing of the show. You're doing casting. You're doing vocals. But you're also, again, you're away from your family who you've you know, been with this entire time. Um, but the homecoming documentary came at, I guess, kind of the perfect time because Tuesday was my day when I was just having it. And then Wednesday I watched it basically like 20 minutes after I woke up and it was just so good. And it just kind of got me fired up and excuse me again, this, this burp or I don't know, I got gas. Oof she it's just very evident and it's beautiful to see someone who knows exactly what they want to do with their life and dedicate that time to those things and so if she's having a bad day if she's having a good day if she's having a sad day she's gonna celebrate all of that in her art because that's what she does she's an artist she's a performer she's an entertainer and that's something she's always wanted to be like at least since she was five years old you know that's that and that hasn't changed And I think it's beautiful because I know so many talented creatives. I know so many talented, you know, mathematicians, like just people in so many different industries who are passionate about their thing. And I know for a lot of them, this documentary also like signified to them that, you know, there's, there's, there are things that are going to try to stop you, but at the end of the day, at the bottom line, at the heart of it all, you're your biggest obstacle. So you're going to make it happen for yourself regardless, but that's only if you want to. And I know so many people who want to, and it just got me inspired to continue to figure out what that thing is for myself and, you know, pursue that. And I'm watching this documentary and I'm like, well, girl, you're not going to figure it out if you're letting people who are beneath you disrespect you and then you get upset about it. That's not the method. That's not going to work. And I said, oh, you're right. And so it kind of just like a light bulb like that just went off in my head. And I said, you know, this whole pity party thing, this whole complaining when people show you exactly who they are. It it's very counterproductive and frankly, it's wasting time. So I just, you know, I. It wasn't obviously wasn't like an easy switch or nothing like that, but I, I got out of it. And for example, today, like I said, I slept and rested in my bed until 3 p.m. I woke up, caught up on some homework, and worked on some of the projects that I'm working on. Ordered Chinese food and ordered some new skincare from a Black-owned small business that I've been trying to get with. And as soon as I placed my confirmation order for the skincare products, the Chinese food called, and they said, hey, we're outside delivery. I said, oh, wow. And I made my plate. And then I turned on Game of Thrones and it was just beautiful. And that was just me just enjoying, enjoying the moment. And I looked at that and I said, you know, it's going to be a good week. It's going to be a good week. And, you know, I'm in charge of that. So I want to continue to make sure that I give myself good weeks and I focus on those beautiful things and those beautiful moments that I'm afforded and not on any of the arbitrary nonsense. So 
that's how I'm feeling. So even though I have gas right now, it's really like, it's kind of bothering me. I'm still very content. Yeah. So that's my, I guess that's my humble brag for the, for the episode. Yeah. Yeah. My apologies if the sound quality is a little bit different. I just had to change locations because, listen, menstruation is no joke. And if you are one of the people who are lucky enough to, you know, not bleed once a month, um, count your blessings because this thing has the capability to have you on your back. Okay. But enough about bloody biology. Um, I encourage everyone to focus on the things that make them happy, but like really focus. And so I've been seeing a lot of uh, posts on the social medias lately about, you know, actually using social media more intentionally. And I try to adopt that. And so I know like for me, it's cliche, whatever, but I've always wanted to travel. And I've had this obsession with like France and stuff from a very early age. Um, but I want to see the world. Right. And so it was as simple as me following some travel Instagram accounts and I follow black travelers specifically. And I follow travel pages that like have really nice, I mean, nice aesthetics, I guess. Um, so yeah, you know, like something as simple as that, or, you know, I like to see entrepreneurs doing their thing. So I'll follow a lot of small businesses or people who I know are doing, you know, their own thing in that regard, just things like that to keep me inspired in a professional way, but also in like a leisure way. And so I encourage you all to do things related to that. Um, If we're going to be on our phones all the time, we may as well, you know, be productive. Um, I'll link or I'll tag those people who I mentioned or people who I didn't mention, but still who are like inspirational in that regard uh, when this episode drops and I do my Google Doc press release. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's it's so, again, it's something so kind of corny to say, but you know, like focus on what makes you happy. But like really though, but you have to focus on it in a way that's realistic and you have to get real with yourself, which is probably the hardest part. So, you know, I know that I have got goals with this podcast, for instance, and I've got goals professionally and there's things that I want to do ideally by certain times and not in a limiting way. Like, you know, oh, get married by 25. Like, no. P.S. I don't think I want to get married anymore. That's enough. That's something else I talked about with myself this week, but that's for another episode but think about the things that you want to do and just find you know realistic ways to get there and if there are things in life that are distracting you and that are not benefiting you on a you know on a big picture level you know maybe reconsider its value you know let's let's reprioritize that's that's the whole that's the message for this episode this episode is about reprioritization because there are things that like we put on a pedestal in our lives that ultimately do not belong on a pedestal and we put those things on a pedestal and at the expense of ourselves like you can put things up and you can hold things up to a high regard if you want to that's fine but don't do so and put yourself down in the process 
Like everything that you're raising up, you're raising up to meet you. You know, you're not raising it up and bringing yourself down. And that was something that I, that's, that's probably the main theme. That's it. <laughs> that's the tweet. Um, that's the main theme that I had the issue with because a lot of things that I, you know, held up in my life, I did so at the expense of myself and my own value. And I usually ended up having to diminish my own value in order to justify me raising up those other things. And what sense does that make? Because that's not that's not helping me. It's one thing if someone else tries to do that. But like, how dare I bring myself down? Like what? You dumb? No. So I'm making the conscious effort to make sure that everything that I deem valuable meets my standards or above. It's got to be greater than or equal to, but not less than, okay? So keep that in mind for yourselves as well, especially as young folk, you know. I'm so grateful that I have these conversations with my peers and myself because, you know, there were grown, grown people well into their 60s and 70s and 80s who either are just now getting this or are on their way to getting it. And they spent their entire lives putting other things and other people ahead of themselves because they thought that doing so would make them look good along the way. And it didn't. And all that does is give value and satisfaction to everyone else except you. You can give satisfaction to other people. Again, that's my whole thing. My whole thing is you can make others happy and you can do things. You can better the, you can, you can save the world, but don't save the world and kill yourself in the process. People already do that as well. You know, we've got martyrs, we've got, you know, civil rights leaders, we've got environmental leaders and people like who do that already, you know. And it sucks because that's kind of like the way how, you know, things like that on a larger scale work. But if you're trying to save your own world, like your personal, your personal thing, your personal universe, the whole point of it, the whole point of you making it better is so that you can enjoy it. But if you make it so good that you burn yourself out in the process, then what is the point? Then who's left to enjoy it? Nobody. It's counterproductive. So keep yourself in mind. You don't have to be the only thing on your mind. I mean, if you want to, I guess, you know, do that. Just don't do it in a healthy way so that it doesn't borderline on narcissism. Um, and if you're going to go the narcissistic route, just keep yourself in check and make sure you have people to keep you in check as well. But my whole thing is make sure that you're happy and the people and the things that you bring into your life make you happy as well and you're able to make those things happy and it's a nice mutually beneficial relationship nothing should ever be one-sided when it comes to those types of things okay because ultimately you're the only one who knows how you want to be loved you're the only one who knows how you want to be treated you know, you're the only one who knows the things that you want or the things that you need. But you don't get those things by just accepting anything. You get those things by expressing yourself accordingly. You get those things by setting the standards and necessary boundaries if that's what it comes to. So please keep those things in mind. Yeah. Um, this is definitely a shorter episode. I wanted to have something else different for you guys this week, but you know, that's life. And I also was, uh, not planning properly, but 
I like this one too, because this is just, this is a conversation that I've been having with myself that I'm going to continue to have with myself. And it's, you know, it's, it's an important one to have. And if I can share it with you, then I can, then I can share it with you. And that's just what we're going to do. That's the type of relationship that we have. Um, I think that's all I've got to say today. Yeah. Um, just a special thank you to, again, everyone who constantly shows love and support to this podcast, um, this journey that I'm on. I love your feedback. Um, please continue to send it. Got some requests to do a sex episode from Miss Lisa. Um, there's definitely going to be like a Beyonce Beehive Stan episode coming at some point. So just stay tuned, guys. And regardless of everything, that, regardless of anything that's going on, we're going to keep it positive, okay? This week, Notre Dame burned. There was a tragedy in Sri Lanka. You know, it's there's so much going on. And so I, I pray for those communities affected. I pray for the young gay boy who killed himself because of bullying and all of the young gay kids who killed themselves because of bullying and all of that. And these things are awful. Um, so to kind of combat awful things like that at the very bare minimum, I think we have a duty to make sure that our own individual worlds, worlds exude positivity because if we can touch at least one other person, that's how the domino effect works essentially. And we work on making ourselves shine bright and happy we affect the others around us and they affect the others around us and so on and so forth. So just keep in mind, you know, there are going to be rough days. There are going to be, there's going to be rough, you know, extended periods of time, but everything is about balance. But most importantly, you know, make sure that you keep yourself in the center, keep yourself in the center and also keep yourself centered. Okay. Keep your mind focused, keep your body healthy, all of that. Do what you need to do, but just stay the course, man. That's really what it comes down to. Um, I might also share my safe space, safe space playlist, too, since I've missed the last two uh, Tuesday's tunes. I think I'll drop some of those. I'll just drop the name. I don't know. Whatever. We'll figure it out, but... I like to share content with you guys that, you know, resonates with me in one way or another. Um, yes. I do believe that's all I have. I hope that you have a great day, great week, great month. I know some of you guys listen to the podcast on your way to and from work. I really appreciate that. Um, is it weird to say I love you? Do we have that kind of relationship? I'm going to say it. I mean, if you say it back, it's like, whatever. Listen, we don't, it's not a commitment. I just wanted to express something to you. Um, and shout out to the less than 1% of people who are listening from the UK and I think Australia and maybe Argentina. Um, I love being international. <laughs> um, I'm going to go though, because I need to go to sleep and get ready for work in the morning. But I hope this episode, you know, yeah, kind of keeps you, I hope it keeps things in perspective for you. Like I had to keep things in perspective for myself. And that's it. 
it's time for me to go catch some Z's. Oh, <laughs> um, see? Corny joke to end the show. All right. Love you. Bye.